Hey y'all, my name is Nicole Rowan and this is my podcast, a space to encourage you, share biblical truths, get all of these thoughts in my head out and introduce you to some amazing people along the way. For more info, you can go to NicoleRowan.com. Hello and welcome to today's episode. So today I am going to talk about something I've actually not talked about ever with anyone. Um, maybe like a couple close people, but for the most part, not a lot of people. And we are going to talk about washing the feet of your enemies today. I will never forget. It was a monumental moment in my life and it was 2020 friends. It wasn't that long ago. In 2020, I was invited to this women's gathering, if you will. It was a small women's gathering. It was one that I had been a part of for several years and um, consisted of maybe 10 to 12 women in Orange County, California. And these were women that I actually really adored. These were women that I honored, that I loved, that I felt connected to. Um, these were women whom honestly were old enough to be my mom at the time that I had um, really confided in and shared with and um, that I thought were going after the same things, i.e. the Lord and ministry, whatever that may be. And lo and behold, there was a situation that had transpired um, between myself and one of the ladies that had been a part of this this group. And to kind of fast forward us a little bit, um, I had had an experience with someone who um, was not, I don't honestly don't even know how to put the words together. I don't know, walking with the Lord correctly. I don't know the way to say that, to be honest, but uh, someone that I had felt like um, was deceived in a lot of ways. And um, after confronting this person, um, nothing transpired of it. It was just really awful and traumatizing, um, and disappointing. And it was someone that I, I really loved and believed in and had supported for quite some time. So I had confronted this person. They had, um, very much denied wanting any confrontation or help, um, especially biblical help. So, um, I had just kind of left it alone, but then there was a gals meeting with some of these incredible women that I had been running with for years and that this other person was involved in. And I'll never forget the, the monumental moment, if you will, was we had all been invited to this house and it was primarily to connect, to minister to one another, etc. And um, this one felt different, though. This particular meeting felt significant. It felt different. And <laughs> there was a lot happening in my personal life that no one really knew about. And so I uh, was found in the kitchen on the floor, just sobbing my eyeballs out alone. No one saw this. No one knew about this. I just laid on the floor behind the countertop just crying. And um, the Lord said, will you wash her feet? 
And this person whom I had had confrontation with just days before this larger gathering, um, he was asking if I would wash her feet. And my first thought was, Lord, I don't want to make a scene. Come on. There's a lot of other people in the room. They don't really know what happened. And uh, like this would this would make her look really bad, <laughs> essentially. And so I just kind of, not ignored it, but just like, Lord, you, you don't want me to do that. And then he said it again. He said, will you wash her feet? And, and all while he's saying this, there's worship going on at this like girls gathering. And it, it wasn't typical to have worship at this gathering. It was just like a lunch, connect, minister, hang out. And so lots of things were, were different. But um, he said to me again, he said, uh, will you wash her feet? And at this point, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm at this woman's home. I don't know where her bowls are. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what bowl to get, if it would be inappropriate to like go into the other room, into the living room in front of all these other women who, who may or may not have an idea of what's going on and to wash this woman's feet. And I laid there and worship continued and we're maybe, you know, 15 more minutes into it. And he says to me again, will you wash her feet, Nicole? And I said, Lord, I'll wash her feet. Like if that's what you're asking me to do, um, I'll, I'll wash her feet. And God, I just, I don't want to make a scene. I don't want, you know, it, it to look a certain way. I don't want it to be a bigger deal than it is. And he just said, will you wash her feet? So I'm like, yes, Lord. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I had been at this house before, but I'm thinking like, okay, where do I find the bowls? And like, what kind of water do I get? And I don't want to mess up their carpet. And I'm thinking all the logisticals, right? And then worship ends. And I'm like, okay, Lord, like, was it a test? Were you just going to see if I would say yes? And I mean, honestly, y'all, I felt like it was just a test. I felt like it was the Lord saying like, would you humble yourself enough the position that you are in and the things that you know, would you go even lower and humble yourself and wash this person's feet? And, you know, obviously after some minutes and some struggle, I said, yes, God. And worship ends. And then these women, they say, you know, we're going to do something different tonight. Let's all go to the balcony and or the patio and we're going to, come out here and hang out. So I'm like, okay, it's a nice night. It's in California, like whatever. So we go and sit on this like patio area. And this woman says, you know, as we were praying for tonight, we really feel like God wanted us to wash one another's feet. And I am sitting there and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, God. You're literally preparing me for 45 minutes to wash if there is an enemy of mine in the room, it is this person. And you were preparing me to wash her feet. Before I knew what was happening, before I knew what these gals had planned, you're preparing me. So I just immediately stood up and said, excuse me to this person, can I wash your feet? And um, I did. I washed their feet. Boy, I got in their toes. I cleaned their toenails. Like, I, 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 I washed their feet. Y'all know, like, I, I did. And I sobbed. 
the entire time. I just, I, I just cried the entire time. And it was twofold. It was, there's so many people either on social media or in our life that just felt like we we're thriving and live our best lives and whatever. And then there is this whole other side really of, of, um, deception and people that I had to run with for so long and loved, um, that have been deceived. And it was this moment of God saying like, am I enough? Like, will you wash this person's feet who has divided all of your friendships and, and, and who has divided all of these things? Like, will you, will you wash their feet? Like the lowliest of things. And, um, I don't share that to be like, whoa, me. Like, it wasn't me at all. <clears throat> I, I honestly wanted to do other things besides wash this person's feet. But it was the Lord. And um, as I washed her feet and I walked away from that situation, the Lord spoke to me. And I remember sitting or, or standing, I'm sorry, um, in between the house and the patio area. And I was looking at all of these women, these women that I had loved, these women that um, I, I thought walked in wisdom and discernment and um, that I had submitted to in a lot of ways. And I remember looking over them and the Lord spoke to me. He said, this is your going away party and none of them know it. And I was so broken. I was so broken. I, I remember thinking like, my going away party, wait, what? And sure enough, like just a couple months later, we would move from California where I had grown up. I had spent 16 years. And I think back at that moment, I actually had to leave right after that because I was just so overwhelmed with emotion, not only from just what had transpired, but also like what the Lord had spoken to me, that I had heard him in that kitchen sobbing on the floor, crying out to the Lord that he, that he would say, Nicole, wash her feet. And, um, just for the sake of privacy, like I'm I'm not going to go into the details of, of what happened, but it was, it was one of the more painful um, conversations and um, parts of my life. And I, I just, I sobbed on that kitchen floor. I mean, I, I mopped that floor with my tears just in preparation for what the Lord was going to do that night. And I washed that woman's feet and, and I washed her feet with purity and I washed her feet with expectation that God was going to use her life and use her husband's life for incredible things. Um, and I meant it with all of my soul. God, use them, Father, you know, <laughs> prepare them. Um, and when I walked away from that situation, it was like walking away from friendships that I had had for years, from purpose. Like when you start to um, intertwine like people and passion and ministry and all of these things, it, it just, I don't know how to explain it except that it, it's almost like a soul tie. 
just does this thing in you. And um, when I walked out of that house, it was as if I were mourning 15 deaths. Like I had just lost 15 friends. And, you know, no one, no one warns you about those things. No one warns you about the friendships that you'll lose and the relationships um, that you'll lose even when everyone knows the Lord and loves the Lord. Um, no one is, is really out there saying, hey, friends, be careful. There's pain that lies ahead, <laughs> you know. Um, but what I will say that came from that and, and really what I wanted to share with you today is that the Lord will often call us to wash the feet of our enemies. And what do I mean by enemy? I mean, listen, where I stand, like, I don't have an enemy. People get to choose. They get to make really powerful decisions for your life, for my life, whatever. Like, it's a choice to become an enemy. But this person was very much um, out for my head, if you will. They, They wanted to destroy the image and the call and the anointing. And um, there might be people in your life where maybe it's family, maybe it's friends, where you are like, they just want the worst for me. And, you know, I'm not going to be the next person to be like, oh my gosh, just like believe the best about everyone. No, like there are enemies in the earth. And scripture is clear about this. Again, John 10, 10, the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give life and life more abundantly. There is a vast difference between those who are your enemies and those who carry Christ. Um, And a lot of times the world will, will celebrate those who look a certain way. And, um, and I definitely experienced that in the situation. These, uh, this specific group of women were, um, I thought what I had prayed for for 10 years when moving to California, that God would give me godly relationships and powerful women who love the Lord and weren't in competition with one another. And, um, several years later when this person infiltrated this group really saw the downfall of that. And, um, it's been really sad to see and to see a lack of repentance. Um, yeah, it, it still burdens my heart. I mean, I love all of these women. I love this person. I wish the best for them. Um, but it, it, it is sad to see people, that haven't grown or haven't matured or um, don't have the fear of the Lord. It, it really comes down to the fear of the Lord. So what does all this mean? It means that there will be times in which God will ask you to serve your enemy. God will ask you to wash the feet of your enemy. There will be times in your life where God will ask you to do something or say something and you, your first reaction, like your gut reaction is like, Oh no, I am not doing that. Like you've literally got And it's a humbling process. It's a crushing process. It's an anointing process. There is oil that comes from the crushing, right? Like this is the picture of olives being made into olive oil. There is a crushing that comes with it. And friends, may I remind you that it is not for this side of heaven. I mean, maybe sometimes 
there there is an anointing for for earth side but for the majority from what I, what I see is is there is a crushing there is an anointing for another side of heaven it's not this one it is to bring you closer to Christ it is to make a way for the Lord. It is a humbling. It is a crushing. It is a process. And you think, I'm never going to survive this. You think, what was that for God? You think like, God, I thought these people were my best friends. I thought these people were my whatever, fill in the blank. And the Lord is like, it is not about them. It is about you and I think there is a crushing that comes with the anointing. And the things in which culture will celebrate, the people, oh man, in which culture will celebrate is, is quite different. I, I've almost got to the point where if I see a person being celebrated, I go, mm, I don't know if that's of the Lord. <laughs> like I've come to the point where I wonder is this person following the ways of the Lord if the culture is celebrating them? I, I'm not quite sure um, in, in most of those situations. I really have to practice discernment. And wow, friends, like if that is anything that I can suggest or share, it is that we would truly understand and practice discernment um, because there are a lot of people who have gone out dressed as sheep but are as wolves and it doesn't matter who you stand next to what platforms you have how many people are a part of your ministry what matters is what you look like behind the scenes what matters is what you say behind the scenes how you act when you think no one else is looking and honestly like I think that this person whom I washed their feet, I think that they love the Lord. I think that they they think that they know the heart of the Father. I just think that their ways have been skewed and pain and trauma have come in in ways that have not um, served them in a lot of ways. And how many of us can fall into that category? How many of us can fall into the category of uh, we're reliving our pain or our trauma or whom we think God is, and we're just going to cut off people and exonate them and accuse them of things that's not actually true so that they can't get close, so that they, they can't impact because someone once did that before and they hurt us. Like, this is a really real thing, right? But, you know, accusations come from the accuser. <laughs> accusations come straight from the accuser. He is the accuser. And so if there's anyone in your life that is warning you of people, that is accusing other people, um, it's for a reason. It's just destroy their identity and their anointing. And, um, you know, there was a time where someone called me and they said, hey, I noticed that, you know, you're partnering with this person. I just have to let you know they're a false prophet. And I had this decision. And my decision was to believe this person who I really loved and who I believed in and actually who I had been doing life with, if you will. I had the decision, do I go off of what they've said 
Or do I still invite this person in in hopes that they repent or repair their relationship with the Lord in hopes that something happens if that's true, right? And I decided to go ahead and let that person come in and do the partnership that we had already solidified. And and actually what I found from that situation was the accuser was the accusation. The accuser, the person that was accusing was the person who carried the accusation, was the person that they were accusing this other person for. And a lot of times the Lord will reveal that to us. But if we just go off of face value, if we just go off of what we hear, not what we discern, we'll miss it. So friends, as you tread lightly, if you will, into this world, into the ministry, we must turn on our discernment. And what does that mean? Like we must go, wow, culture loves this, but something feels off. What is that, God? Wow, what is that thing? Why am I discerning an evil spirit? Or why am I discerning this person isn't as authentic as they come across, right? Oh, it's because the Holy Spirit is actually guiding you and leading you into all truth, into all righteousness. And so you'll have that like gut feeling, if you I say it's not the gut, it's the ghost. You'll have that feeling. And it's not to make you think that you're a bad person. I've talked to a lot of pastors and they're like, I thought I was a bad person. I didn't like this person. And so I thought I was a bad person because I didn't like them. But that's, that's not what it is. It's it's called discernment. And um, it can be hard to understand if you don't have a, um, a scope for it. And so, friends, your discernment is so huge. And yet... There will be times where God asks you, even with all of your discernment, there will be times God asks you, will you wash their feet? Will you wash the Judas in your life? Will you wash their feet? Will you love them? Will you feed them? Will you care for them? I mean, y'all, this person whom I washed their feet, like I had been sewing into their ministry. I had been loving on them in, in ways that, you know, was only personal. And the Lord still said, go low, go low, go lower, go lower. And I thought, ah, God, I'm not going to make it if I go any lower. And like, but, but wait, people don't know. And he's like, shh. And I definitely um, didn't walk that out perfectly. Oh my gosh, I messed up. So anyways, I had to repent and um, I had to backtrack in a lot of ways and, and share with people like, this is not my heart. I don't want to become this person. And I had to have a lot of accountability in that season. And I had to have a person that I was so raw with. I thought this person is never going to want to be friends with me or mentor me because I'm so raw and I'm sharing all the things. And at the end of the day, the Lord just showed me like humility is the way forward. Repentance is the way forward. And there will be seasons in your life in which you will wash the feet of those that have hurt you, that have betrayed you, that have accused you. And your role is to just listen to the Lord, discern the word of God and to lead out that way. Is it easy? No, y'all. No. I can't tell you how much money I spent on 
oh Lord Jesus, uh, therapy, sozos, mentorship. I mean, I was so hungry for for truth and understanding what had happened. And um, after many counsel, it, it was just made very clear that discernment is important and who um, we surround ourselves with is important. So God will lead you into times of humility and it is to purify you. It is to bring you out like gold tested in the fire. And if you can stay true and if you can go low, he will do something magnificent. So until next, next time, friends. All right, my friends, that is it for today. If you got anything out of this podcast, please go subscribe and leave a five-star review. And until next time.